Well, Happy New Year, everybody. I'm too loud or something. My headphones might be too loud. I'm supposed to stall for Sue's. <laughs> she, uh, her laptop was in the other room, so she had to go, uh, grab it. But anyway, welcome to, uh, time for Go to Bed, Voodoo Zombie Boutiques. Fine, uh, presentation of chit-chat about eBay and some story times at the end. We got something a little special tonight. We're going to do the latest chapters of The Road to Oz in the second hour. And uh, I did some poking around, and tomorrow on It Came From Cleveland, we're dedicating like two hours of the show to Betty White. But tonight, uh, since we don't do necessarily story time on It Came From Cleveland, we're going to... uh, listen to a Betty White uh, early radio appearance from Empire Builders from 1931, I think, 1930, I think she was eight years old. So it's one of Betty White's very first appearances in uh, one form of media or another. So that's fun. Suze will be here in a second. But yeah, so, uh, and of course, we're going to recap. Uh, we, we've uh, had a lot of improvements in our sales. I just approved uh, uh, an offer on a ridiculous item that we have. A BBC presentation from the early 2000s called Chased by Sea Monsters. <laughs> we watched some of it last night on YouTube. and But uh, some guy, I don't know where he's from, but he's he's from overseas. He ordered... Chased by Sea Monsters on VHS, factory sealed. Uh, but uh, yeah, so anyway, um, we, um, uh, we, we've been, um, we, we actually had a, a pretty good, uh, an interesting thing happen because we started, we've started doing multi-sales. We have a repeat customer who's bought like, uh, done three orders in, over the course of like two and a half weeks. Repeat and, customers rock. Yeah, repeat customers are great. So, um, but uh, yeah, we had a uh, hey, bobber, bobbers out there, Adam Foxfire. So good to see you guys. Um, but uh, yeah, we had a um, uh, a repeat uh, customer who bought a whole crap load of stuff from us. Um, on DVD and VHS, so he's a he buys it all, which is kind of exciting. And uh, yeah, in uh, Foxfire says Kiddo wants to be in the sequel, Chased by Sea Monsters. Um, oh my gosh, yeah, Chased by Sea Monsters, they fooled me. This is the second copy. Did you tell them how they fooled me? What, we, what they fooled you? Oh, they oh. fooled me. She thought the CGI. I thought it was real. No, there were not real sea creatures. They were extinct. Um, but this is the second copy of that goofy VHS we've sold. Somebody they just sent an offer for nineteen dollars. I don't even know what I had it at, and I was like, okay, nineteen bucks it is. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that's the second copy we've sold, and we still have two more to sell. So that's ridiculous. But um, but yeah, so but I was just about to say uh, we. I did something the other day and I was very happy about it. I was, Susan was on the phone and I was like kind of bouncing off the walls, but, um, Amazon messed up an order 
in our favor. I ordered some larger boxes uh, for from multi shipments, which are uh, twelve by nine by four, and they're kind of expensive, and like almost like a buck a box. Well, Amazon screwed up and they sent me a double order. And I only got charged for one. I'm not telling them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, mm -hmm. it's just cardboard boxes. You know, they're, they're making money off, off of it. So, yeah, so mm -hmm. I, I got 48 boxes for the cost of 24. And that, and we'll plus, use them. And we used some, some credit card points to, to make that purchase. So, um, uh, but yeah, so, so that was cool. But yeah, the, the, uh, uh, our sales ticked up. They ticked down a little bit. They might it it, it changes. It's like the freaking stock market when you when you look at these page you know these uh, confusing uh, statistics but hey. pages. But you know I'm kind of getting my head around it a little better. <laughs> but as of last night, we ticked up seventeen uh, percent in our sales. Nice. Um, and because uh, we had a bit of a, a lull through December. Uh, because I think that, you know, people had just bought just about everything and now, and, and then they weren't, they also, what, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah. And they also weren't, uh, um, spending money, I think, because they, um, you know, well, they bought everything that they needed and they were being careful in case they needed to, you know, buy something else. So there was a bit of a lull around the but as soon as the new year cha changed, we, you know, orders started pouring in. Uh, not pouring in. I'm not, you know, we're not like an $80,000 store yet or anything. <laughs> but, one day. Um, but one day, you know. Uh, we'll, um, so, but we, we've had some interesting items that have sold. I'm kind of trying to cater to the guy who, the, um, the he's like a cars and girls guy. Uh, but. Yeah. He also kind of does the rom-com thing and other weird things. Like he bought a copy, a sealed copy of Oliver Twist. I think I probably got for a quarter at the thrift store. You know, I mean, I never thought Oliver Twist on VHS would sell, but it did. You know, it's sealed. That's the thing. People are weird. If it's sealed, they'll just buy it. You know? Yeah. And, um, uh, but it did have Sir Alec Guinness in it, I believe, uh, <laughs> as a young boy. Um... Uh, so, you know, there's some Star Wars interest there, I suppose. And speaking of which, I guess the the book of Boba Fett is out, and I didn't realize it, and I'm going to start watching it. We've been watching some decent TV, too. I, I highly recommend, if anybody has HBO Max, watch um, um, Station Eleven. Uh, it's like a nine-part miniseries, and they release two episodes at a time, too. Pretty great show. I'm a big fan of it, especially the costuming. It's fun. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, they, they. It's a movie about a pandemic that they were making before we were in a pandemic, <laughs> and then they finished it while we were in a pandemic. <laughs> um, so yeah, crazy. So, so, but let's anyway. So, Station Eleven, check that out, everybody. And uh, and I just finished watching the latest season of Curb Your Enthusiasm too, which is pretty damn funny. Um. And, uh, but yeah, so, so I'm going to get to our orders and we'll talk about some of the, the goofball stuff we've, we've sold. So yeah, Chase by Sea Monsters, I just sold and that's, that's going to, again, I don't know where this guy's from, but it's an overseas sale. 
Uh, things that I couldn't sell both. Was this a new sale that you sold both or just one? Just one, just one. No. I, he never, he never responded to my, cause he, he, he messaged me back and he, he asked if it was like actually new or not. And I'm like, yeah, it's sealed. I have like, I had, I have multiple copies of it that are all sealed. So <laughs> he's like, when you say you have, will there be more available when you say you have more? And I'm like, yeah, but they're all the same exact presentation. You know, do you want multiples of the same thing? Because that's what it is. So, something um, because we're dealing with people in Peru and different countries and different languages. <laughs> there was, uh, yeah, apparently Azerbaijan is not on our sales list because I had to cancel an order uh, the other day for Raquel Welch in one million years BC. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's like, "How much for ship to Azerbaijan?" <laughs> like, and I, I looked and I was like, "Your country is on the uh, is not in the." Uh, list sorry um so yeah so so it, some things that i could not put in i had to skip over what you know some things for our audio portion of what we sold because there's some things uh that, that you know there's no commercials for and uh or well you'll understand why i can't do the other two but this one bikini beach stunt racer a pc game <laughs> from 2003 um do tricks get chicks or something like that. Uh, but when yeah. I saw that, I thought, oh, God, we're going to have that forever. But someone bought it. Yay! That's the way it is with a lot of this stuff. You think that you're going to be, you know, nobody's ever going to want that. Like the Oliver Twist thing, you know? I didn't think anybody was going to want that, but they, it sold. Um, also, something, this was a this was a boon right here. This was another overseas sale. Um, a really nice person got in touch with me about, and I just listed it. It's Mariah Carey Fantasy 1996 VHS, brand new, live at Madison Square Garden. And I'm like, you know, because I did a blitz of listing sealed music stuff the other day. Because, yeah. we, you know, it's like we kind of do things thematically. It helps me when I write to have things that are very similar. Um, and, uh, but yeah, so he it was. I had it twenty seven ninety nine. The guy said, "Would you take seventeen ninety nine? And I was like, "Hell yeah!" Because this was in a lot that I got from somebody on uh, Facebook Marketplace. Five dollars for everything. It was five dollars, yeah. and there was a whole bunch of sealed music stuff in there. Uh, there was some. There's a sealed Bon Jovi tape, uh, uh, a Boys to Men one, a whole bunch of Beatles sealed stuff. Um, and, and some unsealed stuff. And we already sold like one unsealed thing out of there a while back. It was like this little, I don't know, some, some weirdo Disney cartoon about a dog, but it wasn't like Disney Disney. It was like, you know, an adaptation of a children's book or something. Kind of like just released by Disney, but not really, you know, they didn't have their stamp on it. Um, David Rose would be jealous that he could not buy the the Mariah Carey. He probably would. So, um, then uh, I just, and another thing I just listed too in the music stuff was a, something called Picture Music from 1983 that has a whole yep. bunch of really classic um, uh, uh, music videos. Like, you know, it's like, you know, a little slice of MTV from the 80s. It came out in 1983. Um, it it had Kim Carnes, Betty Davis Eyes, Strange Advance, She Controls Me, Naked Eyes, Always Something There to Remind Me, America the Border, 
Jay Giles, Band Freeze Frame, Kim Wilde, Kids in America, Red Rider, Light, uh, Light in the Tunnel, Human Race, uh, Talk Talk by Talk Talk. <laughs> Talk. All you do to me is talk, talk. And Thomas Dolby, she blinded me with science. Uh, George Thurgood, Bad to the Bone. Eddie Jobson, Turning Over. Billy Squire, Everybody Wants You. Burning Sensations, Belly of the Whale. And Steve Miller, Abracadabra. That song will reach out and grab you. Um, and yeah, so I... reach out and grab you. I spent a little time writing up all the, you know, little something about all the songs. Put my own little flair on it. And somebody bought it hands down. Didn't even do an offer. They just bought it for twenty nine ninety nine. So I'm like, great. So so should I sell my used copy? Um, I don't know. Uh, that's up to you. Um, you know, it is kind of a neat little slice of history. Um, mm -hmm. but, um... But, I yeah. didn't want to before at the beginning of all this, but now I'm a kind of addicted to selling stuff online. Yeah, well, and I that was like it. Yeah, and that rush. was my Christmas present uh, uh, from Susan and from me. I suppose was I bought a wholesale lot of uh, what is it like a over a hundred uh, sealed DVDs. Of all, all kinds of genres. And there's like workout ones in there, which is kind of fun because people might want to snag those for um, New Year's resolutions, which uh, I, I didn't think of. That was Susan's thought. And um, January. Yeah. People but it's kind of. Yeah. So, so obviously I couldn't put, you know, there's no trailer for Mariah Carey. Or, you know, and I couldn't play because it, it has too much music in it, obviously. But, uh, but yeah, so. Now the multi-order guy, um, it, he's got some strange taste. He's got uh, he got strip tease, makes sense. He got sliver, so it's erotic thriller with Sharon Stone, and showgirls. So he got showgirls and strip tease, two notoriously sleazy '90s movies, and uh, or late '80s. I forget what year they're from, um, but. Uh, yeah, Showgirls was 95. Uh, striptease, I'm not sure. But then he got um, Man on the Moon, uh, the Andy Kaufman biopic with Jim Carrey, and Oliver Twist, and Fried Green Tomatoes. That was his six-item purchase. So that was kind of fun. Uh, over a $100 purchase there. Very, very eclectic. Yeah. Very bipolar taste. I love it. Yeah. And um, we sold something called The Deep End, a sealed Michelle Pfeiffer movie from 99. We did not get much for that, but it's out of our lives, so that's all that matters. Uh, cheapy version of uh, the 76 version of A Star is Born. I sold for $7 on Blu-ray. Um, a two-DVD set of something called Cheesy Science Fiction, which is just a whole bunch of old trailers for, you know, bad, mostly public domain horror movies, like Ega and stuff like that. Uh, sold a DVD of The Punisher, Dolph Lundgren. Um, let me see. Uh, Lupin the Third's Greatest Capers. That's a, a 70s anime. Uh, it's uh, pretty cool. Uh, that was, like, super new. Um... It still had the plastic yeah. on it, but it was opened. Adam, we did a whole bunch of listings of VHS anime. Yeah, I'll go over the anime stuff that I listed in a bit um, mm -hmm. for Adam's benefit. 
Uh, Hardware, a movie from 1999, Dylan McDermott. I got a surprisingly good price out of that. That was like a $30 movie. Village of the Damned and Children of the Damned, double feature, good stuff. Meatballs <laughs> on VHS, tested. Uh, a pretty iconic cover. Cover. Yeah, you know? it, it's it's a good '80s '80s cover. It was pretty, you know, it was, really? was kind of rough, but we show pictures of what this stuff looks like. So, um, yeah. a sealed movie from 2001. Freddie Prinze Jr. called Head Over Heels. Never heard of it, but it's gone. Thank you. <laughs> and then here's the other one. The the here's the other multi. Well, one of the other multi orders. Same guy who did that last one uh, with striptease and um, showgirls. You got Pretty Woman sealed, Ghost sealed, The Road Warrior sealed, A Dog's Way Home, a, a DVD about a, a family adventure with. Bryce Dallas Howard, <laughs> a movie from 2019. That was a 50 cent movie, and I got um, oh, how much did that go for? Uh, oh, sorry, I navigated away a little bit. Oh, it's, it's just giving me the combined order total. I think it was like a I put it put it up for like 12 bucks. Um, but what's the beautiful thing about the, these multi orders for us? is the shipping only goes up a few bucks. It's like the same cost of shipping two items individually. We can ship like eight or ten for the price of two via media mail because it's only like five ninety eight to send this much stuff. Um, yep. He also got Days of Thunder, uh, Wild Things with Nev Campbell and uh, Kevin Bacon, Erotic Thriller. He, so erotic is a good keyword search for, <laughs> for our store. Um, city slick, yeah, city slickers VHS sealed, die another day DVD sealed. Um, uh, and a lot of those were things that I just listed, and he just jumped on them. Well, there was another copy Picked of Show, there was yeah. another copy of Showgirls we sold. We're finally out of Showgirls, so bye bye Elizabeth Berkeley naked. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I sold my VHS copy of Magic. This is these are all January sales. Um, mm -hmm. oh no, no, these are not, uh, no, this is tail end of December now. Um, but yeah, magic with Anthony Hopkins on VHS, really nice copy. I sold for 20 bucks. Spider-Man far from home DVD got 1299 out of that. That was a 50 cent movie. Um, the, the same time I listed this, the new guy, 1999, 2002 factory sealed DJ Qualls, Zoe Deschanel, movie the new guy <laughs> sexy teen comedy 1999 uh one of my first sales from my first wholesale order the mermaid's curse this was like a two dollar two or 250 uh factory sealed dvd the mermaid's curse aka witches of the water eh. so we finally sold the 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 albatross of the west wing the complete dvd series that thing was huge big old box of, of martin TVs. sheen um yeah so uh we got 65 bucks out of that and that was used so that's kind of nice um but yeah so you know lots of other stuff oh and then here's the the other or the other multi-order oh oh wait no this round numbers i forgot i sold that that 
was uh let me see if that was delivered because i, I want to know where oh that was delivered to the uk somebody in the uk bought this it's a movie called round numbers from 1992 it was a resealed rental copy with kate mulgrew aka captain janeway from star trek voyager and um she also was mrs colombo you might remember from that and she was married to a politician from Youngstown for a long time. I forget what his name was. My folks worked for him. They met her before. But um yeah, somebody bought that. I paid a dollar for that. I sold it for eighteen ninety nine. You know, so it's in um Oh, but yeah, so so the the first order from the multi guy, uh he got the dual factory sealed Steven Spielberg's first movie about the killer truck. Uh, Black Dog, a movie I'd never heard of before with Patrick Swayze, Meatloaf, and Randy Travis. <laughs> what a cast. Uh, he bought A Mighty Wind. Everybody knows that. Uh, Bells of Innocence, Chuck Norris, VHS. Uh, Susan listed that one. I didn't even know, you know, but I, I don't know where that came from, but it's gone. Any Chuck Norris that's gone. Uh, and he bought this stupid DVD set Called John Schneider's Collier and Company Hot Pursuit from 2006, and basically it's a Dukes of Hazard ripoff because he drives the same kind of car that, or at least it's pictured on the on the front. It's like a, whatever kind of car that was. It's there's just a red version without the stars and bars and the O1 or anything. So, uh, so yeah, we've had one unfortunate return, but it hasn't come back to us yet. Um, Roger Corman's The Gunslinger. But yeah, and when I sold... Uh, oh, God, this was a huge one. The same... I Like, within a couple hours, another repeat customer. I listed a whole bunch of factory-sealed um, copies of single episodes of Star Trek, the original series. Um, oh, those got... Yeah, be eaten up. 30 bucks a piece. 30 bucks a piece, except for one that I had listed for fifty-five ninety-five because it was the first appearance of the Klingons. <laughs> and um, and he didn't even... This is the guy who buys stuff from us and doesn't even do best offer. He just buys it for what it's posted for. And, yeah. you know, and nice. I'm struggling to find stuff that I think he'll like, but yeah, so... Um, but yeah, and there's there's too much other stuff because we we've been off for two weeks, so I'm not gonna read it all. But um, but yeah, so that's some pretty fun stuff. But but the listings though, um, our current listings, I uh, I have been sitting on a pile of anime, and um, I went ahead and listed it. So actually, you know what I'm gonna do? I think we should we should get to uh what we sold because that'll take us right down to seven thirty. Because it's about six minutes long. So let me... Uh, I didn't load it, so I just need a second. But yeah, so... But Suze, you, you've been pretty happy with uh, the consistency of the sales and, you know... Uh, yeah, I've been kind of like enjoying it. You know, we, we sell some, some... We list some, some buy. It's a good thing and it's like... We're able to work from home and, um, you know, it's nice. Cash yeah. coming in. Make create your we're, own uh, hours. I was looking for uh, some uh, new CDs to buy and stuff like that. Um, DVDs. So, and DVDs, and so I was looking on uh, EstateSales.com. So 
we you found put a bit some, on one. So that's exciting. Yeah, you put a bit on one. It's and it's kind of nice people movies, but nice people movies uh, sometimes have a tendency to to fly right up. Yeah, and that's you know we're and we're trying to go with it. it, A movie for everybody is is our our motto. So we will literally list anything unless it goes against my moral fiber. (laughs) Yeah, then we'll Um, throw it out. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean that was the discussion we had. A, we had one that was a little uh, like Nazi sexploitation, and I was like, no, 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 no. It's a little uh, creepy. Yeah, yeah we're gonna put uh, that. But in I, my I posted library. a movie from the one we sold called Hardware was from two thousand and nine, and no, uh, a, Adam posted a movie from nineteen ninety ninety. Yeah, that's it. That's it. no that that's hard movie. Yeah, Dylan McDermott was in that. Yeah, ours was from okay. 1990. So it's oh, ours was oh. I for yeah. some reason it said 2009. Um, it shouldn't have. I'm the one who did the listing. So. Oh, I just cut and paste our listing there um, in the chat room. So. Oh, okay. That's weird. Uh, I'm not looking at it. So um, okay, let me see. We'll look at it later. Oh, yeah, I think it was the. We had the, some fun. Uh, th- this week, um, you know, we're always looking for stuff that uh, ways to source new stuff to post online and stuff like that. So we're looking at the statesales dot com. I mean, it's kind of reasonable that this time of year that um, there won't be a lot of estate sales and garage sales. But I'm just bidding right now on an estate sale online. So this is a new thing for me. A lot of people do that a lot. But I just uh, am trying it out. So I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, that's not our title um, there. I, I, I just posted oh. a screenshot. Hardware DVD 1999. Dylan McDermott Rare. Out of print. Severin Films. Special edition new. Okay. Um, yeah, so the, the 2009 is when it was released. When that, that edition, was, edition was released. Yeah, but that, I always, that's what I always, it was then. I always put the movie, the date, the year the movie came out. And not when it Originally, was released. Originally, yeah. yeah. So. Okay. Um, yep. Fun stuff. So... Uh, but yeah, so um, anyway, um, you ready to uh, for the the audio version of the things we didn't mention of what we sold? Yeah. All right. Time. The first uh, the Do first it. one might be uh, hard for people to ascertain what the movie is, but if you've seen it, you probably know uh, because it's not it's a you know more modern movie with uh, a more modern trailer that doesn't have a lot of narration or any narration for that matter. But here we go. What we sold twelve sixteen twenty twenty one. That's not the right one. <laughs> that music. Uh, That's yeah, hysterical. That was, uh, yeah. Okay, this is what we sold. They say most of your brain shuts down in cryosleep. All but the animal side. Guess that's why I'm still awake.
if the man is gone, he's gone. Why should he bother us? Maybe to take what you got. Maybe to work your nerves. Is he really that dangerous? Only around humans. Zeke! All you people are so scared of me. But it ain't me you gotta worry about now. Whatever it is, it got Zeke and it nearly got me! They seem to stick to darkness. So if we stick to daylight, we should be all right. everybody out here. began as a dream in peaceful paradise. It ended as a nightmare on a barrel house battlefield. They were average people, just like you and me. Little fella gonna be okay? <laughs> Until their vacation was cut short by a tragic plane crash. Whoever was flying that crate was an asshole. Stranded on an island full of ruthless international terrorists, these helpless civilians are hunted down like animals. They are captured, <laughs> tortured. They are driven to the very limits of human endurance until they declare war. Let's kick some Thomas War. It's the biggest, the most ambitious, the most expensive motion picture in the 15-year history of Troma Films. Troma's War deals with today's burning social issues. Psychotic Siamese twins lead ferocious fascist pigs. Now, it's up to a few good citizens to stop this diabolical military threat. Just point me in the right direction, I'll blow their balls off. This is war. You must see Troma's War. It's the most explosive, thrill-packed, death-defying, stunt-filled action film you will ever witness. Chroma's War makes Rambo 3 look like Lassie Come Home, Variety, a Chroma extravaganza, positively upscale, the New York Post.
Chroma's War. Rated R. In a quiet bakery, one woman is about to confront her past. We gotta fight back. An unforgivable act of violence. It also says here that after they fried him in the chair, they cremated him and sent his ashes to his mother in Coonsboro. Something else was just left at the back porch, too. Ooh, must be that gingerbread season. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, heck. An unholy curse. What is that fucker anyway? I think I know what. I mean, who it is. What well, it sure ain't the Pillsbury fucking dope boy. Who are you? fast as you can. Something's in the oven. The ginger dead man. <laughs> Evil never tasted so good. Eat me, you punk bitch! <laughs> terrible. Just terrible. Evil never tasted so good. I kind of like that. Yeah. Uh, starring Gary Busey. Uh, ginger dead man. So I think oh, he's, Lord. he's probably in it for about five minutes. Uh, but apparently the, the what I gathered from the... I've never seen it, but I, I've known about this movie. It's a full moon movie. Charles Band creation. Charles Band makes some really whacked out stuff. I've listed so much stuff with by Charles Band from Full Moon. It's just ridiculous. He's I think he's the guy behind like Puppet Master and... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And uh, the demonic toys and stuff like that too, but uh, they all want to be Chucky. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> you know, but yeah, yeah. I, I just this uh, it it ain't the Pillsbury fucking doughboy. <laughs> oh lord, so silly. It is, but yeah, yeah. I want to watch that. I've never watched that, but you you haven't either, have you? No, no. But it, oh, after, man. yeah, it's it it looks pretty hysterical. It, especially there's one point where he's shooting a gun at people, and he's really small, and it's a full size gun. Something about sure. something something about a small creature shooting a full size gun is just inherently funny to me. I don't know. Um, it's very. It's just. Yeah, it's just. You can't. Uh, I don't. Well, know. and this was really? this was a movie I got for thirty three cents. I sold it for seventeen dollars, I think. <laughs> um, and uh, it was used, and I cleaned it up, and uh, that was one of the the one from the that I got a few weeks back from that discount store. Well, over a month ago now, I think. Um, but I think I have that just is, just about that is hysterical. Like, just I mean, it's just so weird that Ginger Dead Man wouldn't be respected 
as it should be. <laughs> yeah, it's it looks Oscar worthy to me. I'd give it you know five bags, <laughs> five bags no, of popcorn. I wouldn't go that far. Five bags of popcorn and some uh, pumpkin pie spice. Yeah. Um, uh, hat tip to Do you. Aunt would Cinema. you like pumpkin pie spice on your popcorn? No, I don't. That think might so. be good. You know, I know you're not. You're just talking to talk, but that might be something. Might be. Might be. Yeah. So, um, but uh, but yeah. So I um. Oh, sorry, I just got a text message from Joey Word. So, um, <laughs> Joey. But, but yeah, he's probably watching Ginger Dead Man. <laughs> oh he, yeah, he's probably seen that crazy thing. Um, but uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Let me get to the to the anime listings. Uh, okay, no, okay. Ad, yeah, yeah. probably in in suspense. So, because what I let me search for. Let me just filter it by anime, and. Because they all should have anime in the title. Um, okay, well, animation comes up, too. This really doesn't count, I don't think. But Voltron, the Third Dimension, Volume 2, from 1998. It's episodes 3 and 4. It's like 3D animation, so it's not really anime. Um, I, I listed something called Mighty Space Miners, from 1994. Uh, it's it's kind of nice. It's in a clamshell. Most of them are uh, in the cardboard sleeves. Um, mm -hmm. let me see. Harlock Saga Volume 2. Um, it's, that one's dubbed the, uh, I think the Mighty Space Miners is subtitled. Uh, Record of Lodos War Volume 4, 1990, two episodes. Mm -hmm. I really think I want to see Lo the Record of Lodos War because I, I, I remember seeing that when I was younger and thinking that that, that looked really cool. Cause it almost kind of looks like a, mm, a D and D kind of, um, yeah. anime, which looks fun. Something called, Why not? I don't know if Watch it's it. gall force. It's spelled like gall bladder or if it's gal force, but it's a uh, uh, gall force one eternal story, 1986. Uh, apparently there were three different, um, iterations of this or something. I don't know. See, this is where I get really confused with with this stuff is when mm -hmm. it's like they, they didn't just say, OK, this is, you know, volume two featuring this episode in this episode. You really have to do digging on how they on what these were. And um, I did. Uh, let me see another one called Lost Universe, volume six, uh, The Perfect Firestorm. Um, that's the English dub, Wrath of the Ninja, the Yototin movie. Uh, that's a dark fantasy one. That one looks fun. And that, apparently it's based on a series of novels as well. Photon, the Idiot Menace. <laughs> Episodes one and two. Um, Soul Bianca, the Legacy, volume three, going home. That one's dubbed. I think that one might have Steve Bloom in it too. Steve Bloom showed up in a, at least one or two of these. Um, Maze. Uh, okay, yeah, this this one. It, it, the American title is just Maze, but the it's uh, Maze Bakunetsu Jiku Ova. Um, I think, and that's uh, that's a sleazy one with nudity. 
So I put sleazy nudity in the title. <laughs> just to warn the parents. <laughs> no, just to get people to look for it. Um, <laughs> yeah, because people do searches for sleazy. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Wicked City, 1987. Uh, it's a dark fantasy action horror. That one looks fun. I want to see that. That's like an actual full movie. So how do you decide if you should list something as sexy or sleazy? Um, sleazy usually just entails, uh, nudity, um, you know, uh, gratuitous nudity, uh, sexy usually involves like, you know, heavy petting between at least two people. Oh, okay. So sexy meaning, you know, they're doing sex stuff, but it's not graphic. Um, yeah. So that's how I decide oh. that. Then this one I'm really interested in in checking out the whole series. Uh, Black Heaven Into the Arena. Well, I was looking at this. I was looking at the titles on this of the episodes, and I'm like, those are all like classic rock song titles. And one yeah. was called Into the Arena. And I'm like, Into the Arena, that is a deep freaking cut. That's a Michael Schenker group uh, instrumental. <laughs> you know, it's a great song. It's a great instrumental. Um, and, um, and I was like, what's going on? And I read this, I read the description of this. Apparently the main character in it is hero is Michael Schenker. And some of the other titles for it have like rainbow and deep purple song titles. And I was like, this, whoever wrote this story has the same music collection as me. And that's great. So, so I want to check that out. Um, uh, cyber city, uh, uh, Oedo, 808, Data 1. See, that's where I start getting real confused about things, too. But that's um, a cyberpunk tech noir anime. Um, and did I skip over it? Um, I I have a, a, a couple bubblegum crisis. Maybe I didn't have room to put anime. Uh, and the bubblegum crisis ones are interesting because they're... From the 1999 retelling of the original Bubblegum Crisis, which I don't understand exactly. Maybe Adam can explain. Like, hey. is it a retelling from other people's perspectives? Or is it a retelling or they just completely redid it? Um, but, uh, but yeah, I have Bubblegum, Bubblegum Crisis Tokyo 2040 Volume 5. Uh, called Heartbreaker. This series also, all their songs are named after rock songs. All, all the titles titles for the episodes are named after rock songs. Aww. Um, and because they they have ones like "We Built This City" and stuff like that. Um, uh, they one, appreciate our weirdo culture. Once sheer heart attack, the Queen song, you know, just all kinds of stuff. Uh, and then Bubblegum Crisis Tokyo twenty forty volume eight, Contagion another two episodes. So, and these are all really nice cuz they're on white VHS tapes and everything and they just look really sharp. People look for for odd colored VHS tapes to uh to, you know, to like do customized tapes. Um so that's interesting. Excuse me. I think we'll get more from selling the anime than selling it as just a custom tape. Yeah, we But if sold... it doesn't sell in mm -hmm. a couple of months, we could Change well, it into a custom tape, you know? Well, yeah. In Last summer, we sold, uh, maybe it was in the fall, 
we had a lot up of, um, we called it red, white, and blue VHS lot. And it was three movies. The white one in it was Solaris, but we had something else. Oh my God, I can't remember the names of the other ones, but they were like, the one was on a red tape, one was on a blue tape. So we sold them as red, white, and blue VHS lot. We sold them for like 40 bucks. And they alone, the movies would probably sell for like four or five dollars. The so, blue one was like Texas something. Lima. Texas one of them was was Lima. Um, yeah, Lima. Lima, some subtitle, and then the other one was yeah, some kind of like a cowboy jerk movie. Um, so, but you know, the the Solaris one was the obviously the the George Clooney one, which I have another copy that's factory sealed sitting right here. Is that listed? Do we have a? If, if that's going up tonight, if we don't have it listed. What um, is it called? Solaris with George Clooney. Um, uh, Good question. But um, yeah, so uh, I have my uh, my our back stock of doubles is right here beside my desk. So, <laughs> um, yep, in uh, SB Studio yeah. is the doubles. And yeah. uh, if I wish I could get rid of these damn basic instincts. Now we've got four of them in here, so that means we have one listed. Um. But yeah, uh, but yeah, so I think that's a pretty good uh, selection of anime stuff on VHS. A lot of those were my dad's. Um, I he would just buy them, watch them once, just to check them out. You know, he'd get them for cheap at the video store, and you know, watch them and then you know, put them away. So yeah, um, so yeah, so there you go, Adam. That's that's all the stuff. Uh, but all of it, I want to watch all of it now, really. Uh, you know, and I did not know that they did the, uh, they remade the Captain Harlock stuff. So I found that to be pretty interesting because the Captain Harlock series, I'm familiar with some of the seventies stuff. And I actually have a DVD of some of that stuff up, up for sale too. Um, but yeah, it all looks pretty fun. Um, except I don't think that the maze one, I wouldn't watch that one. Uh, looks a little offensive <laughs> so um but yeah so so that there's the there it is loads of anime posted and um you know again it's just easy to kind of do things in waves the anime stuff did take a little bit more time because the not not everything has very accurate information on um uh on imdb or wikipedia you know some some things it's like trying to figure out who the cast members are and the directors it's kind of a pain in the butt so um yes and adam says if i want sometime he'll do a screening of lodos uh for me so that could be fun mm -hmm. um, we can watch a movie with adam yeah that's fun and uh but yeah black heaven i definitely want to check out that whole series that that looks fun i think it's on funimation uh, so i might sign up for that and check it out drop another streaming service um huh. but yeah you know it was uh yeah and, and adam saying the anime industry was weird during the 90s it really was because you know um it, it was just uh you know they, they were just cranking stuff out and and another interesting thing is like all the, the way this stuff was presented before dvds came out was almost kind of erratic like a, a good example is that lupin the third one that i sold that was like three episodes of the show 
And they were the only episodes. It was the very first release, Western release of that show. And then it just, and they had plans to release more, but then it completely fell off. So that, that is like a really unique item. And, um, uh, uh, oh, Lodos is on Funimation too, uh, as is Demon Slayer, nudge, nudge. So I have not seen that, but he's, Adam swears by it. So, um, but yeah, so, so, you know, it's fun to try and, you know, add more variety to the store. And, you know, uh, again, go with our motto, a movie for everybody. <laughs> because I think you would be hard-pressed if you went through our store, because right now we are at uh, 1,364 items. You might be hard-pressed to find something that you would be, you know, if there was nothing in here you'd be interested in. Unless you just don't buy yeah. physical media, you know. Um, well, hopefully on the anime, someone can find those things and, and patch a hole in their collection if they need a certain episode, you know, yeah. or a certain title. Cause we don't have the whole line of this, mm -hmm. of the story. You know, we just have a few episodes, a few yeah. of the, yeah. Well, some of them are complete movies. Some of them, I, I like it when it's either the first couple episodes or the, the last couple episodes, because those are, you know, I think it's more common mm -hmm. for somebody to be looking for the first or the last in the series. Um, but now this is interesting because I'm, I'm going through of things that I just listed. What has the most views? What has the most views is one of the dumbest things. To No, two of the dumbest things that I posted. One is called The Seventh Dwarf from 2014 mm -hmm. with the late Norm MacDonald and New Wave Punk sensation Nina Hagen. Um, and that's a 9.99 movie. It has 17 views uh, out of all this stuff. I got 15 on the the Enchanted Tales, Snow White, and the Princess Castle, kids animation. So the kids animation is actually getting some views. The Gothic Castle. Uh, yeah, the Gothic Castle. Um, and uh, but yeah, so that's weird. It's it's like that stuff's getting. Uh, well, the Saul Bianca got some more views because that one's actually factory sealed well, that's the only anime that i have that's sealed um the uh i yeah but no that's just funny it's like well bon jovi's got 13 views <laughs> so but uh anyway uh yeah so so again the variety is is really um Varieties is really looking up in our store. And once I get this new wholesale lot, the, I got it on eBay. Basically, the guy had, I think it was 130 movies or something like that. Let me see. Let me see how many it was. We sell on eBay. We source on eBay. Yeah. We look for other areas. We, we're always looking for something good, but something fun to list. Yeah. So, all right, let me go to my summary and then uh, purchase history. It was, a, yeah, a lot of 136 sealed, factory sealed uh, uh, DVD movies. I made, I made an nice. offer of $119.99. He counter-offered $149.99, and it was free shipping, so I was like, whatever, that's fine. Uh, oh, $139.99. And, you know, I had to pay, like... 
11 bucks tax or something on it. Um, so, you know, $151 for 136 movies. That's a little more than a dollar uh, a piece, but you know, it's it in, and it's a good variety. It's fine. Yeah. And it's a good variety because there's a lot of horror stuff in here. Uh, there's a lot of sexy, sexy stuff. Uh, there's some uh, decent drama and uh, not a lot of comedy, which is good because uh, comedy does not fly out of our store. Um, <laughs> it could be because I don't have, I mean, comedy is what we're a little light on, but I do have a lot of rom-coms. Rom-coms seem to do kind of well. Um Oh, there is a John Wayne DVD in there, and that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, and then there's a bunch of yoga videos and stuff. And I think, uh, you know, that Susan's right, that people might be looking for that kind of stuff um, for workouts. So hopefully I can, you know, I got 136, of, you know, of these movies coming. Hopefully I can make back. After people buy the yoga videos, then... Like at the end of January, they'll just be all lying on the floor. Yeah, people be done but, with their workout. At. <laughs> but essentially, I think um, they'll. Uh, I I'm gonna have to sell about twenty to twenty five out of the hundred and thirty six movies to make the money back, and then it's all gravy. So you know. Uh, but I I don't think that's gonna be hard because there's some pretty good titles in here. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll categorize them by what they are. And then we do, you know, blitzes of listing like 14 at a time, um, which is kind of our current level. We, we really bumped up, we were doing like five, a, five a day for a while. Then we boosted it to 10 a day. And now we're pushing ourselves to do 14 a day. If we slip a little, it's all right, but you know, it is what it is. So, um, yeah, okay, Steam wants me to log in. I don't want to log into Steam. Why are you popping up? <laughs> so, anyway. We got enough um, apps. We got a lot of apps. We got Discord. We don't need you. But, um, yeah, so um, so there you go. There's, there's kind of a summary from uh, what we've been up to and how we've been doing with the store. Yeah. I think it's going well. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, I think things are just going to keep going up, um, sales wise, uh, the economy is pretty good. Um, and people are spending money and, uh, I dig it. So physical media is still a thing and not everybody wants to stream. Um, I do, <laughs> I would like to get rid of all of this, but then again, I want to be the source for all these people. I want to have the inventory. <laughs> So I just got to, this, this spring though, we got to get, uh, some sh new shelving built in the garage and that's going to help me out a lot. So, but, uh, anyway, uh, anything else you want to add, Suze, before we go to the break and get into Oz? No, no, no. Thanks Adam for posting a picture of a anime fight. I don't know if that's one of our videos. No, but... that's from... That, no, yeah, I'm playing the wrong thing. Oh, rim wow. shot. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's um, yeah, Demon Slayer. That's the movie that huh, he. Neat. That's the. He says he. He likes it a lot. So anyway. <laughs> 
Alright, so we're going to go to the break, and when we come back, uh, yeah, we're going to listen to the two latest chapters in The Road to Oz and um, the Betty White when she was eight years old on radio. Uh, Betty White, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, audio quality's not great, so bear with me. I tried to do some tricks on it to make it sound a little bit better, and I uh, think it was alright. But yeah, so we'll listen to some vintage commercials, and we'll be right back. looking for a treat to freshen taste and keep breath sweet get double smoothness flavor too get the gum that's double good to chew double your pleasure double your fun with double good double good double mint gum this is sandy becker saying keep cooking with crisco it's all vegetable it's digestible once upon a time there was an engineer Choo-choo Charlie was his name we hear He had an engine and he sure had fun He used good and plenty candy to make his train run Charlie says, love my good and plenty Charlie says, really rings the bell Charlie says, love my good and plenty Don't know any other candy that I love so well Lucky beer, premium beer Lucky premium beer, go Finest ingredients aged for flavor. That's Lucky Lager. Flavor that's entertaining, enthusiastic, a very exciting beer. Lucky beer, premium beer, lucky premium beer. Keep the refrigerator stocked with Kraft's famous cheese food, Velveeta, to spread or slice for swell toasted sandwiches. Velveeta is a natural for late evening snacks, you know, because it's digestible as milk itself. These days, you really ought to be buying rich golden Velveeta in the two-pound size, so you'll have plenty for snacks and also to melt for economical meatless main dishes. Remember, smooth-melting Velveeta helps supply the protein you expect from a main dish, but the price is low. Tomorrow, get Kraft's famous Velveeta. <laughs> This program is brought to you by the makers of Popsicle, Budgicle, and Creamsicle, those delicious frozen confections on a stick. Now I have a swell surprise for you. The famous winner of the typical American boy contest has now become Popsicle Pete. And here's a message from him. Hello, everybody. I sure am glad to meet you. And boy, am I glad I was picked to be the typical American boy, because now I'm Popsicle Pete. I always wanted to be on the radio, now I have a chance to tell you about some wonderful presents you can get. Free. Do you want to see them? Hundreds of them. You get them just for saving bags from Misty Popsicle, Fudgicle, and Creamsicle. Some gifts. Even better than Christmas. You can get a wristwatch, a movie camera, table tennis, a wallet, a doll. See, lots of gifts. Just save the bags from Pop Popsicle, Creamsicle, and Fudgicle on a handy stick. Boy, do they taste good. Wholesome, too. And nourishing. Made fresh every day of the finest ingredients. The biggest five cents worth anywhere. And say, kids, get the free illustrated popsicle gift list at your ice cream store. 
A free coupon comes with it, worth ten bags. Dentists know what cleans teeth best. And over 4,000 dentists say Colgate tooth powder with a two-minute routine gets teeth sparkling and super clean. So to remove dull film and get your teeth shining clean, just brush teeth two minutes morning and night with Colgate tooth powder. Brush inside, outside, and biting surface. To keep your dog in top condition, get your pet complete nutrition. Feed them sturdy, make them sturdy, happy, friendly, happy, furry. Any dog can be a winner if he eats some sturdy dinner. Feed them sturdy, beefy sturdy, that's with thanks and sit on sturdy. Ask any dog who's tasted it, the doggy with the bit. You sturdy dinner, dog food is delicious. Hi, Charlie. What you watching? Ballet. Oh, how is it? Too soon to tell. So far, it's been nothing but dancing. But I'll watch it anyway. To show Starkist my good taste. But Charlie, Starkist don't want tuners with good taste. Starkist wants tuners that taste good. Hey, that's for me. Sorry, Charlie. Only good tasting tuner get to be Starkist. Good tasting, 100% prime delay. This is good tasting tuna. Get Starkist tuna. Note the name. Starkist. From San Francisco comes. Right, a roly, the San Francisco treat. Right, a roly, the flavor can't be beat. One pan of boiling cooking ease, the flavor that is sure to please. Right, a roly, the San Francisco treat. Rice aroni, the delicious break from potatoes. Now in six fabulous flavors. One pan of boiling cooking ease, a flavor that is sure to please. Right, a roly, the San Francisco treat. POV? <laughs> what's, what's POV? Point of view. Point of view? Mm. And the interesting thing about uh, that Charlie the tuna commercial. Sorry, Charlie. Only good tasting tuna. How do you know he doesn't taste good unless you kill him and eat him? I bet he tastes great. Yeah, it's not like you, you know, you you go up and you lick a tuna and you're like, nah, uh uh. (laughs) (laughs) Take a bite out of it, throw him back, let his wound heal. Um, yeah, so anyway, welcome back. Time for go to bed. Rice a Rooney or Uncle Ben's rice? Which do you prefer? Now it's just Ben's rice. Um, I, I think I probably Ben's rice. Yeah. Yes, it's got yes. wild rice in it. By all it's means, got more Fo- wild rice in it. By all means, Foxfire Kiddo Drop. That's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, we wanted to see what he's been up to. But uh, yeah, so. Has he been chased by sea monsters? Yeah. <laughs> or is that like the family reunion for him? Go ahead. Could be. So, uh, yeah, the um, the next two chapters of Oz are pretty short, so we'll have plenty of time. The Betty White uh, thing, again, it's from like 1930 or 1930 or 31. They, there's conflicting reports of when this came out. Um, but I think it was December of 1930, so what we're about to hear is, uh, 92-year-old, uh, performance from Betty White when she was (laughs) seven or eight. Oh, boy, 
this is wonderful. Look at that. Oh, wow. Kiddo, kiddo uh, escorts Steven to his next adventure. Aw. It's very nice <laughs> of you. That's that that's for cute. our good friend Livin who passed away. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. Sadly, over yeah. the holidays. And uh, I and, and that was, you know, so unfortunate. And it's... Um, it's sad because, you know, he really didn't have any family. He was the only, only child, uh, and he was adopted. So, you know, he, he was, uh, but, you know, he was always in good spirits. Uh, he was even, even though he yeah. was in a, a pretty bad situation in, uh, you know, in a nursing home. And I tried for a while to help him get a fundraiser up and running, but he didn't have a bank account, so it was it was really tough. Um, yeah, and I was trying to give him some information to open a checking account, bank account, you know. I, but yeah, I think he, he was just too overwhelmed with his health problems, you know. So yeah, but um, but you know, he, he went through a lot, and you know, it was it was all very shocking, you know, when he first you know had to have part of his foot removed and and all that and then when he disappeared for a while and he said that he had this uh, a, a cyst on his head and it was it was all it's all very shocking but um you know I'm glad he's not suffering from anything like that but that's very nice yeah. of you uh and you know and he and I were both big, big comic book fans too so uh and I'm sure he absolutely We did send him a care package. Yeah, we did. I found him those uh those Reese's Pieces cups that he wanted. Yeah. So, he was a big fan of the Reese's cups and yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah. So, all right. Well, um, yeah, we're going to miss you living and, um, you know, we're, uh, uh, our family, you know, we, we keep losing people. We lost John Kendall too. And that's just mm -hmm. that was a heartbreak. And, um, and yeah, and you know, people in our families, and other friends, and it's just uh, it's just very overwhelming. Um, but uh, it's heartbreaking. It's strange. It's just it's it's hard. It's grief. It's hard to deal with. But what are you? I don't know. I think that this is a very nice picture. It makes me happy. Yeah, that's very good. That's very very nice of you. Yeah. So, okay, uh, let me go ahead and um, uh, cue this up, and we'll get into the next chapters of Oz, The Road to Oz, and I believe we're on 15 and 16. Mm -hmm. uh, Sounds uh, good to me. And they are, like I said, they are pretty short. They're only like seven and eight minutes long. So, and I forgot to load them, but I'm loading them right now. So here we go. Chapter 15. <laughs> Chapter 15. Chapter 15 of The Road to Oz by L. Frank Baum. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 15. The Emperor's Tin Castle. The grounds around Nick Chopper's new house were laid out in pretty flower beds with fountains of crystal water and statues of tin representing the Emperor's personal friends. 
Dorothy was astonished and delighted to find a tin statue of herself standing on a tin pedestal at a bend in the avenue leading up to the entrance. It was life-size and showed her in her sunbonnet with her basket on her arm, just as she had first appeared in the land of Oz. "'Oh, Toto, you're there, too!' she exclaimed. And sure enough, there was the tin figure of Toto lying at the tin Dorothy's feet. Also, Dorothy saw figures of the Scarecrow and the Wizard and Ozma and many others, including Tick-Tock. They reached the grand tin entrance to the tin castle, and the tin woodman himself came running out of the door to embrace little Dorothy and give her a glad welcome. He welcomed her friends as well, and the Rainbow's daughter he declared to be the loveliest vision his tin eyes had ever beheld. He patted Button Bright's curly head tenderly, for he was fond of children, and turned to the shaggy man and shook both his hands at the same time. Nick Chopper, the Emperor of the Winkies, who was also known throughout the Land of Oz as the Tin Woodman, was certainly a remarkable person. He was neatly made, all of tin, nicely soldered at the joints, and his various limbs were cleverly hinged to his body, so that he could use them nearly as well as if they had been common flesh. Once, he told the shaggy man, he had been made of all flesh and bones as other people are, and then he chopped wood in the forests to earn his living, but the axe slipped so often and cut off parts of him, which he had replaced with tin, that finally there was no flesh left, nothing but tin. So he became a real tin woodman. The wonderful Wizard of Oz had given him an excellent heart to replace his old one, and he didn't mind it all being tin. Everyone loved him, he loved everyone, and he was therefore as happy as the day was long. The Emperor was proud of his new tin castle, and showed his visitors through all the rooms. Every bit of the furniture was made of brightly polished tin. The tables, chairs, beds, and all, even the floors and walls, were of tin. I suppose, said he, that there are no cleverer tinsmiths in all the world than the Winkies. It would be hard to match this castle in Kansas, wouldn't it, little Dorothy? Very hard, replied the child gravely. It must have cost a lot of money, remarked the shaggy man. Money? Money in Oz? cried the tin woodman. What a queer idea! Do you suppose we are so vulgar as to use money here? Why not? asked the shaggy man. If we used money to buy things with instead of love and kindness and the desire to please one another, then we should be no better than the rest of the world, declared the tin woodman. Fortunately, money is not known in the land of Oz at all. We have no rich and no poor. For what one wishes, the others all try to give him in order to make him happy, and no one in all Oz cares to have more than he can use. Good! cried the shaggy man, greatly pleased to hear this. I also despise money. A man in Butterfield owes me fifteen cents, and I will not take it from him. The land of Oz is surely the most favored land in all the world, and its people the happiest. I should like to live here always. The tin woodman listened with respectful attention. Already he loved the shaggy man, although he did not yet know of the love magnet. So he said, 
If you can prove to the Princess Ozma that you are honest and true and worthy of our friendship, you may indeed live here all your days and be happy as we are. I'll try to prove that, said the Shaggy Man earnestly. And now, continued the Emperor, you must all go to your rooms and prepare for dinner, which will presently be served in the Grand Tin Dining Hall. I'm sorry, Shaggy Man, that I cannot offer you a change of clothing, but I dress only in tin myself, and I suppose that would not suit you. I care little about dress, said the Shaggy Man indifferently. So I should imagine, replied the Emperor with true politeness. They were shown to their rooms and permitted to make such toilets as they could, and soon they assembled again in the grand tin dining hall, even Toto being present. For the Emperor was fond of Dorothy's little dog, and the girl explained to her friends that in Oz all animals were treated with as much consideration as the people, if they behaved themselves, she added. Toto behaved himself and sat in a tin high chair beside Dorothy and ate his dinner from a tin platter. Indeed, they all ate from tin dishes, but these were of pretty shapes and brightly polished. Dorothy thought they were just as good as silver. Button Bright looked curiously at the man who had no appetite inside him, for the tin woodman, although he had prepared so fine a feast for his guests, ate not a mouthful himself, sitting patiently in his place to see that all built so they could eat were well and plentifully served. What pleased Button Bright most about the dinner was the tin orchestra that played sweet music while the company ate. The players were not tin, being just ordinary winkies, but the instruments they played upon were all tin. Tin trumpets, tin fiddles, tin drums, and cymbals, and flutes, and horns, and all. They played so nicely the Shining Emperor Waltz, composed expressly in honor of the Tin Woodman by Mr. H. M. Wogglebug, T.E., that Polly could not resist dancing to it. After she had tasted a few dewdrops freshly gathered for her, she danced gracefully to the music while the others finished their repast, and when she whirled until her fleecy draperies of rainbow hues enveloped her like a cloud, the tin woodman was so delighted that he clapped his tin hands until the noise of them drowned out the sound of the cymbals. Altogether, it was a merry meal, although Polychrome ate little and the host nothing at all. I'm sorry the Rainbow's daughter missed her mist cakes, said the tin woodman to Dorothy, but by a mistake Miss Polly's mist cakes were mislaid and not missed until now. I'll try to have some for her breakfast. They spent the evening telling stories, and the next morning left the splendid tin castle and set out upon the road to the Emerald City. The tin woodman went with them, of course, having by this time been so brightly polished that he sparkled like silver. His axe, which he always carried with him, had a steel blade that was tin-plated, and a handle covered with tin-plate beautifully engraved and set with diamonds. The Winkies assembled before the castle gates and cheered their emperor as he marched away, and it was easy to see that they all loved him dearly. End of chapter 15 Told you it was short. <laughs> it was, it was. But, uh, you know, by the way, they, they, they kind of redid and talked about how the Tin Woodsman became Tin. 
this kind of blew my mind when I was reading this as a child. I knew it was fantasy, but okay, you cut off your hand and you replace it with tin. You cut off your foot, you replace it with tin. But there are some areas, you know, you cut off your stomach, you replace it with a tin stomach, you know? I mean, it's just weird. <laughs> like, when do you stop? When, when do you just die from chopping things off? I know it's fantasy. It's just. You're overthinking it. My little brain was like, as a child, I was like, this is this not happening. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, but yeah, you know, I, I find it a, a little disturbing. I find it a little unnerving, you know, because it's, it's like, you know, that's a horror story. <laughs> you know? It is. It is. <laughs> well, see, that's what I like about it is they'll take a horror story and make it a pleasant little ditty about... Oh well, that's fine. That's how I came to be, you know. Like, okay, you silly. Nothing horrible happens in the land of Oz, and if it does, it's just cute. Yeah. Oh, and how you see it, and I also like how they 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 all buy their houses with love and kindness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not how you buy a house. Yeah. It's not so, how society works. What color is Toto in the books? Um, I think he's black. He's hmm. not a white dog. I think he's a dark brown or a black, but they I just Don't worry about it. I don't know. It. I'll look at I up. can grab one and look at it after you play the next. Yeah, so thing. well this is interesting. Yeah, you know, I, I do like the little dinner party. It's kind of, you know, this is uh, I'm glad they're getting in friendlier turf here in Oz. So, yeah. Uh and um, you know, uh, I like the idea of a tin orchestra. That's fun. Cute. So. Yeah. This one's even shorter than the next one. So, oh. uh here's uh let's Beware. just get to it. Uh chapter 16. Chapter 16 of The Road to Oz by L. Frank Baum. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 16 Visiting the Pumpkin Field. Dorothy let Button Bright wind up the clockwork in the Copper Man this morning, his thinking machine first, then his speech, and finally his action, so he would doubtless run perfectly until they had reached the Emerald City. The Copper Man and the Tin Man were good friends, and not so much alike as you might think. For one was alive, and the other moved by means of machinery. One was tall and angular, and the other short and round. You could love the Tin Man because he had a fine nature, kindly and simple, but the Machine Man you could only admire without loving, since to love such a thing as he was as impossible as to love a sewing machine or an automobile. Yet TikTok was popular with the people of Oz because he was so trustworthy, reliable, and true. He was sure to do exactly what he was wound up to do at all times and in all circumstances. Perhaps it is better to be a machine that does its duty than a flesh-and-blood person who will not, for a dead truth is better than a live falsehood. About noon the travelers reached a large field of pumpkins, a vegetable quite appropriate to the yellow country of the Winkies, and some of the pumpkins which grew there were of remarkable size. Just before they entered upon this field, they saw three little mounds that looked like graves, 
with a pretty headstone to each one of them. "'What is this?' asked Dorothy in wonder. "'It's Jack Pumpkinhead's private graveyard,' replied the tin woodman. "'But I thought nobody ever died in Oz,' she said. "'Nor do they, although if one is bad, he may be condemned and killed by the good citizens,' he answered. Dorothy ran over to the little graves and read the words engraved upon the tombstones. The first one said, "'Here lies the mortal part of Jack Pumpkinhead, which spoiled April ninth. She then went to the next stone, which read, "'Here lies the mortal part of Jack Pumpkinhead, which spoiled October second. On the third stone were carved these words, "'Here lies the mortal part of Jack Pumpkinhead, which spoiled January twenty-fourth. "'Poor Jack!' sighed Dorothy. "'I'm sorry he had to die in three parts, for I hope to see him again.' "'So you shall,' declared the tin woodman, "'since he is still alive. "'Come with me to his house, for Jack is now a farmer and lives in this very pumpkin-field.' They walked over to a monstrous big hollow pumpkin, which had a door and windows cut through the rind. There was a stovepipe running through the stem, and six steps had been built leading up to the front door. They walked up to this door and looked in. Seated on a bench was a man clothed in a spotted shirt, a red vest, and faded blue trousers, whose body was merely sticks of wood jointed clumsily together. On his neck was set a round yellow pumpkin, with a face carved on it such as a boy often carves on a jack-lantern. The queer man was engaged in snapping slippery pumpkin seeds with his wooden fingers, trying to hit a target on the other side of the room with them. He did not know he had visitors until Dorothy exclaimed, "'Why, it's Jack Pumpkinhead himself!' He turned and saw them, and at once came forward to greet the little Kansas girl and Nick Chopper, and to be introduced to their new friends. Button Bright was at first rather shy with the quaint pumpkin head, but Jack's face was so jolly and smiling, being carved that way, that the boy soon grew to like him. "'I thought a while ago that you were buried in three parts,' said Dorothy. "'But now I see you're just the same as ever.' "'Not quite the same, my dear, "'for my mouth is a little more one-sided than it used to be, "'but pretty nearly the same. "'I've a new head, and this is the fourth one I've owned "'since Ozma first made me "'and brought me to life by sprinkling me with a magic powder.' "'What became of the other heads, Jack?' "'They spoiled, and I buried them, "'for they were not even fit for pies.' Each time Ozma has carved me a new head just like the old one, and as my body is by far the largest part of me, I am still Jack Pumpkinhead, no matter how often I change my upper end. Once we had a dreadful time to find another pumpkin, as they were out of season, and so I was obliged to wear my old head a little longer than was strictly healthy. But after this sad experience... I resolved to raise pumpkins myself, so as never to be caught again without one handy. And now I have this fine field that you see before you. Some grow pretty big, too big to be used for heads. So I dug out this one and use it for a house. Isn't it damp? asked Dorothy. 
Not very. There isn't much left but the shell, you see, and it will last a long time yet. I think you are brighter than you used to be, Jack, said the tin woodman. Your last head was a stupid one. The seeds in this one are better, was the reply. Are you going to Ozma's party? asked Dorothy. Yes, said he. I wouldn't miss it for anything. Ozma's my parent, you know, because she built my body and carved my pumpkin head. I'll follow you to Emerald City tomorrow, where we shall meet again. I can't go today because I have to plant fresh pumpkin seeds and water the young vines. But give my love to Ozma and tell her I'll be there in time for the jubilation. We will, she promised, and then they all left him and resumed their journey. End of chapter 16 Shortest chapter ever. <laughs> yeah, a little chapter. I, I don't think I was muted. I was laughing at... I, yeah, it's fine to laugh every once in a while. The head was not fit for pies. It's like, oh, that's so gross. Yeah. His head is rotting on his body. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, uh, you know, that that was fun. You know, uh, again, uh, I, I like that they're getting into friendlier turf and, you know, some more positive messages. But again, you know, a lot of body horror going on here, too. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of body horror. Body odor, body, body horror, odor. horror <laughs> body, I don't know. Body horror. Yeah, so with, you know, replacing one's head on a regular basis, with replacing one's limbs with uh, metal, turning yourself into a robot, or yep. a, a golem, a tin golem. A golem. So, um... But it's, it's not, it's always lighthearted in Oz. Everything's yeah. lighthearted. I oh, like I that. Makes I me know. happy. So, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm almost done coloring. This this has been a, a real treat to to do this one. Um, and I appreciate that uh, you're you made a fitting tribute for uh, our late friend Stephen Knoll. Uh, everyone who everyone knew is living on Long Island. Mm -hmm. um, you know, again, very sad, um, but. You know, it's one of those situations where, you know, he, uh, uh, you know, I, I hate to say it, but that, that kind of facility is not one where you expect, you know, in some, if when you're in a facility like that for so long and you don't really have the means for better doctors and stuff like that, it, you know, yeah, it's, it's shocking to me. It's shocking. I don't know. Like, I just, I guess I thought he'd always be there to chat with on Thursdays. So it's, it's really very strange for me. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And you know, it's, uh, and, and another, you know, and, and, um, yeah, he's just been a staple. He's been a staple on all the shows. He has, you know, the whole darn show. So that's for the thing years. that's, it's, it's hard to think that he's not here. Cause he was always here. There was like, I think he missed like one or two shows because he didn't feel well or he yeah. went to surgery. He had some surgery or something. It's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so. this is, it's, it's shocking to me. I don't know. I miss yeah. my friend. It's sad. Well, but we just had a, a, I, na a neighbor that passed away too, uh, unexpectedly. Yeah. And that's another thing. That's another person that was 
just always there, you know, like it, it was that neighbor that every time I was out gardening, she'd come over to chat and I'd be like, okay, here we go. You know? And, um, well, she was we had some unofficially the, we called her the mayor of the street because yeah. her, her ex-husband used to be the mayor of the street and she took over the title when he left. Yeah. Like when she, she told us we, that everybody called him the mayor of the street, you know? And it's, it's just funny. Cause it's like, the mayor's gone, you know, like it's just, and I kind of thought of them as added security because sometimes people get break-ins in the middle of the day, but they yeah. were always, they ran their business out of the house across the street. So they were always coming and going and coming and going. And you're not going to want to break into a house where there's people on the street all day long. Yeah. You know, I, and I appreciated it and it's just, it's just weird, you know? It really is. And she owned a lot of rental so, properties, too, and including at least one, you know, one right next door to where she was living. But, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it, you know, it's all been very shocking. And, you know, and then, yeah. we, lose, and then we lose a legend before her 101st, 100th birthday. Uh, yeah. Anyway, which, but, you know, that, you want to talk about a life well lived? Betty White, holy smokes. So. I think so. And I think she she really was television. You know, she didn't make a lot of movies, right? She was just in a lot of television. Yeah, she was not in a ton of movies. No. But yeah, but. so so tomorrow on It Came From Cleveland, we're doing a whole big uh, tribute to, cool. to Betty White. But I figured nice. since we do story time here on the show, uh, on this show, it would be nice to find one of her old radio shows and play it and that's what i have for you now mm -hmm. and i probably should get to it before it gets much later because it is almost Definitely. a full 30 minutes long let's throw that through but she was uh like i said just a little girl in this and this is mm -hmm. from empire builders it, it says it's from 12 1930 so this would have made her uh seven years old oh wow yeah so here we go okay. and audio quality not that great i did my best to fix it up but here we go empire builders uh go I, go I, there you go great northern railway present empire builders <laughs>
And every night, the Empire Builders starts a happy trainload of people off on one of the most pleasant travel experiences in America, the transcontinental ride from Chicago to the Pacific Northwest via Great Northern. First, a comfortable night's sleep while your modern Pullman is being whisked smoothly up the Mississippi River Valley to the Twin Cities. Then a day spent, for the most part, no doubt, in a luxurious observation lounge car, listening to the radio, reading or watching first the charming lake region of Minnesota, and then the wide sweep of the Dakota's plane slip past the car window. Another night without a jolt or a jar as the Empire Builder glides smoothly, swiftly along on the straight stretches of steel rails, and then the day of days for scenic ones. First, the famous 60-mile ride along the southern border of Glacier Park and across the Continental Divide at the lowest pass in the northern USA Rockies. Then fascinating hours of turbulent mountain streams, placid lakes, far-flung forests, high mountain peaks. You reach Spokane that evening and the coast cities the next morning after a thrilling ride through the electrified Cascade Tunnel, the longest in the western world. What a trip. If you're planning a trip to California this winter, go this way, via Great Northern. I beg your pardon, ma'am, but I believe this must be your book. Found it laying in the armchair over there by the radio. Oh, why, why, thank you. Yes, I was reading it just a little while ago. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, now, uh, maybe you won't be so pleased as soon as you see the shape it's in. You see, I didn't notice it being there, and I sort of, uh, well, well, it sat on it. <laughs> well, I hope it didn't hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it didn't hurt me. But I don't think it did the book any good. No, Willie, it was dull <laughs> reading anyhow. And I just can't keep my nose in a book with all this marvelous scenery flying by the window. Hey, it is beautiful, isn't it? Yes, and this road that follows the railway along here, isn't it magnificent? Yes, it sure is. You know, that's the Columbia River Highway. It follows along the river for miles and miles. Oh, yes, I've heard of it so many times. Look how it winds along the hillside up there. But excuse me, uh, I'm Virginia Monaghan, escaped from New York. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm mighty glad to know you. And they call me the old time. Well, so glad to know you. My, what a magnificent view of the Columbia River. I tell you, there's nothing to compare with it. Long here between Spokane and Portland, the Empire Builder follows the Columbia for more than a hundred miles. Really? And such scenery. You know, I haven't been able to speak except in exclamation points for days. <laughs> okay, you just wait till you see the Willamette Valley. You know, it's one of the garden spots of the world. Uh, Willamette? How do you spell it? W-I-L-L-A-M-E-T-T-E. You may go to the head of the class. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, French name, I suppose? Well, French by adoption, but Indian by birth. The Indians named it Willamette, and then... Oh. Did you see that auto skid? Oh, what a dangerous-looking curve. That is a dangerous curve. If you're driving along 60 or 70 miles an hour, several bad accidents have happened there. Oh, dear. But there was one. I don't know whether you'd call it a bad accident or not. Now, that sounds intriguing. Tell me about it, old-timers, uh, if I may call you that. <laughs> well, sure. Everyone calls me that. Well, 
Now, this is about a man named Stephen Burroughs, a bachelor. Sort of a fidgety cat. Got more money than you could shake a stick at. Now, now, late at night, late at night, and Stephen Burroughs, Stephen Burroughs, around along like, well, like a wild Indian. Young lady, I'll ask for it. Uh, doctor. Yes? Uh, what time is it? My, uh, quarter past four. Past four. Doctor, what day is it? Friday. Friday? Good Lord. I've got an important meeting at four o'clock. I'm late. to go, man. Get me out of here. Please. You say your meeting was Friday. Now, which Friday? Why, why Friday is the 17th. Mm, too bad. This happens to be Friday, the 24th. Great Scott. Have I been here that long? Yeah, oh, I'm I'm what happened, Doctor? Well, you tried to straighten out Horseshoe Bend. Bad business. Good business, Doctor. For you? No, I... I was talking from your point of view. Well? Compound fracture of the leg. Left arm broken. Broken collarbone. And there was a slight concussion of the brain. That's fast now. Mm. Is that all? Oh, some minor cuts and bruises. Well, I'll be damned. Excuse me. How long am I in for, Doctor? Two months. uh, Maybe longer. You won't keep me in here two months. Not if I know it. Here, you young woman... I was. Telephone John Tyler, my secretary, Broadway 6040. Tell him to come out here immediately. Yes, sir. Move, woman, move. Do I have to get out of a sick bed and call him? Uh, Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns. Doctor, he's fainted. (laughs) 
Well, what did you bring me up here for, nurse? This is the sunroom. You can wheel your chair around and look out in every direction. The convalescents like to come here. Well, I don't. It took me a month to get used to that room downstairs, and now... Take me back down. I'm sorry. I can't. You can't? What do you mean? The doctor's orders. You're taking orders from me, young woman. Not in the hospital. You take me back to my room, I tell you. Just a minute, Mr. Burroughs. Here. Your right arm, please. Steady. There. That damn needle again. What was that for? To keep you quiet. I'll be back for you later. Well, I, I won't stay here. Well, I'll get up and get out myself. Huh? I'll be back later. Mm. I won't go to like this often? No, not so often anymore, but it's bad while it lasts. There, she's better now. Come, Anne. Thank you, mister. That, that's all right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Come. What a sad little smile. on the roof this morning. Oh, fine. I see we won't need a hypo today. Oh, a nurse. Uh, that little girl here. The one named uh, Anne, isn't that it? Yes. Uh, what's the matter with her? Hip trouble. Is she any better? I don't know. Well, find out then. All right. Why, there she is now. Here, uh, why don't you wheel her chair over here? This is a nice sunny spot. Surely. Oh, there. She saw me wave. She's going to wheel herself over. Well, I won't need you. I'll look out for her for a while. Very well. Oh, how are you today, Anne? I'm a lot better, thank you. Tell me about yourself. Uh, what's your name? Beatrice Ann Highland. I like my name. Mm-hmm. That's a nice name. 
How long have you been in the hospital, Anne? All my life. What? All your life in a hospital? Where are your parents? They're dead. They were both killed when I was hurt a long time ago, when I was only two years old. And how old are you now? Ten. Ten. Have you no other home, no relatives? I have Aunt Mary. Well, who is Aunt Mary? She is my great aunt. But I just call her Aunt Mary. She owns this hospital. You don't mean Mary Woodruff, the superintendent? Yes. And she is your aunt, eh? No, she is my great aunt. I just call her aunt. Oh, oh I see. Uh, and you have no other home than the four bare walls of a hospital. Mm, but up here there aren't any walls. Just a lot of space, all filled with sky and trees and flowers. I like trees and flowers, especially roses. I can see them everywhere I look. Of course. Portland is the rose city. Yes, I'm glad. A lady gave me some roses once, a little teeny one. He's so blue ones, she called them. I didn't forget the name. They were so pretty. I still got them all pressed out in the book. It's a picture book. I look at my roses every day. You shall have some fresh ones tomorrow. Oh, will they be pink? I like pink ones very Yes, yes, they'll be pink. Tell me, Anne, what's the matter with your hips? Something happened to it. It won't a function, Aunt Mary says. Well, can't it be cured? The doctors say maybe when I get older. Mm, they're nice to me. And your aunt? My great aunt. Oh, yes, that's your great aunt. Uh, she is nice, too? Yes. She gives me a home here. I see. To live in a hospital all your life. Never go anywhere. Never see anything. But I do see things. There is my river way down there. It runs right through Portland and divides it into the east side and the west side. Oh, that's uh, just... <laughs> Very interesting. Sam Simpson wrote a poem about my river. I, I just call it my river. It really isn't. I see. A nurse told me about the poem. Tell me about it. A beautiful Willamette. Uh, that's its name. I know the first verse by heart. How does it go? From the cascade, frozen, gorgeous, leaping like a child at place, winding, widening through the valley, bright Willamette slides away. Mm, nice. Very, very nice. I like this part the bay, yes. Onward ever, lovely river, softly calling to the sea. What's a sea? A sea? Well, in this case, it's an ocean. The Pacific Ocean. It's that way. You see, the Willamette River flows into the Columbia. And the Columbia flows into the Pacific Ocean. That's geography, too. Is the Columbia River more beautiful than my river? No, not more beautiful, only bigger. The Columbia is one of the largest rivers in the United States. Is the Pacific Ocean awful big? Oh, yes. Most as big as the sky. Would you like to see the ocean? Oh, yes. But it's too far away. It's a hundred miles. That's not so far, Am. One can get there in a few hours. On the train? Yes, or by automobile. I never saw a train. You never saw a train? But I heard one. Away up here? Mm-hmm. I hear the Empire Builder on the radio every Monday night. Oh. It sounded so, so... Oh, I'd like to ride on that train. Stranger things than that have happened, Anne. Tell me, what else do you see up here beside your river? Softly calling to the sea. The mountain peaks all covered with snow. They reach way up into the sky. And how many peaks can you see from here? Let's see. There's Mount Hood. Hmm? I, I like Mount Hood the best. It's so jaggedy. And, and over there is Mount St. Helens. Yeah. And right behind it is Mount Rainier. And I can see the top of Mount Adams, too. 
Why, way over there. See? Who told you all these things, huh? Miss Grace. And who is Miss Grace? And she's my nurse. Oh, and what else did Miss Gray tell you? She told me all about the beautiful houses on the hills right back of us, and what's inside of them, and everything. I'd like to see the inside of a house. Have you never seen the inside of a house, Anne? No. Have you never been away from the hospital? Mm-mm. Only sometimes I make leaves. I sail away on a little white cloud and go over the top of the hills and, and see what's on the other side. And what do you find on the other side? Sometimes I see an enchanted castle with a little princess at the window. She wants to get out into the sunshine, but, but can't because she's under the spell of a wicked fairy. And sometimes I see a dreadful great big giant looking around for someone to devour. <laughs> but aren't you afraid to make a... Aren't you afraid a terrifying vision? Oh, no. I'm not afraid. He can't get to the top of the hill. He's changed. And he doesn't know what's on the other side either. I guess he'd like to. Just like me. Someday, Anne, you may see the other side. Who knows? Oh, Mr. Smith. What's your name? Why, it's uh, Beryl. But you just call me Uncle Stephen. Uncle Stephen. <laughs> That's it. Oh, oh, here's your nurse, Anne. Oh, Miss Gray. Mr. Uncle Stephen's going to show me the inside of a house someday, maybe. Oh, isn't that splendid? But come now, it's time for your nap. Goodbye, Anne. Goodbye, Uncle Stephen. <laughs>
day this year, Anne? No. Why, honey, this is Christmas. And here we are up on the roof garden. Isn't the weather wonderful? Oh, I'm so tired, Miss Grace. Oh, look, your roses have dropped to the floor. Here they are, Anne. Thank you. Why, Anne, dear, don't you love your roses anymore? Yes. Oh, Miss Grace. Yes, Miss Barton. Here, this box just came, Miss Grace. Oh, thank you. Why, Anne, it's beginning to seem like Christmas in spite of the warm sunshine. Miss Beatrice Anne Highland. For you, Anne. Look, open your eyes. This great big box is for you. Is it? Shall I open it? If you want to. Oh, come, Anne. Aren't you interested in what Santa Claus brought you? Yes, I hope so. I can't wait to see. Oh, Anne, it's pink. It's pink. See? It's a dress. Oh, oh, oh. And how exquisite. And here are dainty pink stockings to match. And, and darling little white slippers. And old dear guest pot. Pearls for your neck. And here's a handkerchief with tiny pink rosebuds embroidered in it. And even a purse. All for you, Anne. Oh. Aren't you thrilled, dear? They're very pretty. And here's a letter for you. Read it. Go on and read it. Well, what are you staring at, child? Look, look, Miss Grace. Why? Uncle Stephen. Uh, oh, it, it can't be true. I'm going to pinch myself. Yes, yes it is. I'm, I'm here in the flesh. Oh, Uncle Stephen. I I missed you so. I... Well, didn't you get my roses? They were my daily message to you. I thought you'd understand that I hadn't forgotten you. I wanted you, Uncle Stephen. Did you, dear? <laughs> Stop crying, and I'll, I'll show you your Christmas uh, I know. I, I like my pretty dress and everything. Oh, I'm glad you do. But that's not what I meant. Here, I'm. Take these field glasses and look way up there on the hill. Oh, I can see it so, so plain. Do you see that big white house way up near the top with the flag flying on it? Oh, oh now I see the flag. Do you like that house, Anne? It's like the enchanted castle where the little princes live. Well, that's your enchanted castle, Anne. I'm going to take you away from here this very afternoon to live in the inside of that house. And Miss Gray is coming along to take care of you. Will you like that, Anne? You'll be there, Uncle Stephen. <laughs> yes, it's... Indeed, not even your dreadful great big giant could keep me away. Oh, it's too wonderful to be Never you fear. When you wake up, Anne, you'll be in your own home way up on the hill. And when you're well, we'll travel all over the world and see what's on the other side of those hills. In the Empire Builder? Yes, on the Empire Builder. Oh, Uncle Stephen. Not, not Uncle Stephen anymore, Anne. You're going to be my Christmas present to myself. Do you know what I've done? I've gone and adopted you for my very own. What's my name now, darling? Daddy. My wonderful, wonderful daddy. Well, old Simon, that was a beautiful story you told us tonight. Well, thank you, Dan. It's one of the best Christmas stories I ever run across. 
It seems to put people in a kind of a, well, you know, a, a kind of a Christmassy frame of mind. Mm, it certainly does. By the way, are you going west for Christmas this year again? Well, I don't know, Ted. I might. <laughs> and then again, I might not. You'll know better next week. Say, our time's getting short. You better tell them about tonight's play. Hmm. That's right, old timer. Here goes. Harvey Hayes, of course, was the old timer again in tonight's program. Betty White was Anne. Bob White played Stephen Burroughs. Bernadine Flynn was Miss Gray, the nurse. And Lucille Houston was Virginia, the girl to whom the old timer told the story. This is Ted. Uh, hey, Ted. Huh? Just a minute. Yes, old timer. What is? You forgot something. Oh, sure. I almost forgot. The old-timer asked me for him and for Empire Builders to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas! speaking, the Empire Builders program has come to you from the Chicago studios of the National Broadcasting Company. And you are listening to Westinghouse KYW, the Chicago Herald and Examiner Station. Abrupt cutoff. Yeah. I, I, I was ready for it. <laughs> I knew it was going to cut off eventually. Yeah, so oh. there you go. Betty White, little girl, one of our very first uh, appearances in, in mass media. Yeah. So. Very sad. Yeah. And so she got to see her house, or he adopted her. Wait a he second. He adopted her. He ado he adopted her. She was oh. an orphan in a, a hospital. She'd been there since she was two years old. Oh. And what's my name now? <laughs> yeah. Daddy. Daddy. So there you go. We should probably start running the um, the the music to play us out. Mm -hmm. to play us out. Uh, is this what, out. We, is what we run at the end? Do we run? Yeah, we run this at the end. So I get confused. Yeah, we run it at the beginning. We run it at the end. Yep. It's the music that you're supposed to not pay attention to, but it's just there in the corner of your eye. Like a monster from Doctor Who or something. It's just there. <laughs> you forget about it. Yep. Well, when uh, you look directly at it, you're terrified. Just don't look directly at it. Yeah. Well, uh, all I have is uh, <laughs> please stop by and listen to um, It Came From Cleveland Tomorrow Night, where we, uh, we're going to dedicate two hours to Betty White. Uh, all of us have different things we'll be talking about uh, about her. Um, yeah. Her many TV and a uh, few film appearances and uh, some bio stuff. And I'm going to do deep dive on interview stuff and see if I can find some stuff that maybe uh, nobody knows, you know. Um, I just liked it when she talks about St. Olaf. Yeah. Well, I Ro wish that it was existed. Rose it just Island. seemed like a Minnesota town to me. Yeah. 
But, uh, yeah, so that's... And we also have some other celebrity uh, birthdays we're going to be talking about. And thank you again, uh, Foxfire, for that touching tribute to uh, Stephen Knoll. And, yeah. um... Uh, and, yeah, and... and uh, apparently, uh, we were, um... Bringing the music license back to a certain degree, thanks to Trojan Rabbit, Paul. Um, and um, we will figure that all that those details out uh, soon. So okay, we'll probably cool. talk over this weekend. But anyway, what do you have, Suze? Um, just like I said, um, listening. Just uh, you know, give your friends some love. In the new year, because you never know what could happen. But um, keep your head up. Uh, it's a new year, new things, new new everything. It's gonna be great. We're gonna have a great time. It's gonna be the year that you said, "Wow, that's when things really started to go well." <laughs> yeah, that's what you're gonna say in years to follow. You're like, "This is." 2002? 2022? Yeah, that was the year things started really going well. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, alright. Well, uh, everybody have a good night and we'll see you on It Came From Cleveland tomorrow and we'll be back here next Thursday. Bye. Hey. Time for go to bed. <laughs>